At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Betty Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM, hour number two. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and it was great having Ron Platter on last hour. We'll catch up with him again later on today, talking more Breeders' Cup. But right now, let's get back to college football. And Ohio State really struggling right now. They're in the second quarter, about 11 minutes to go, only up 3 nothing against Nebraska. We talk about chaos that it might need for Wake Forest to get in there. I, look, it's early. We get all that. But you know other teams are taking note right now of the struggles by Ohio State because to loss Ohio State, that would be a tough pathway to the college football playoff. Yeah, and by the way, Ohio State minus 10.5 on the in play at BetMGM, 49.5. One uh, halftime line to get in. We are scoreless, Army and Air Force down at Globe Life Park. And uh, right now the total 17 for the second half 17. at BetMGM, Air Force minus 1.5. 17? Yes. I took the over at 37.5. How's that working out? Let's get to Matt Hayes right now because we always love having Matt on, of course, from XL Primetime at 1010XL down there in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, Matt, let's talk a lot of things before we even talk about the Heisman Trophy here. I said to Wes earlier in the program, I said, Matt, can you pave me a scenario that Wake Forest, eighth in the country, could find their way in the college football playoff? It's not their fault that Clemson's down, is it? Uh, I'll tell you this, Dave. Never in the history of the playoffs has an unbeaten Power 5 team not been in the playoffs. Now, 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 we're not in a situation. I mean, I don't think there could be four unbeatens, right? You could have Georgia as an unbeaten, and that's about it. Oklahoma's an unbeaten. That's two. But at the very least, you can't have four unbeatens where Wake would be knocked out. So my guess is if they go unbeaten, if they do that, Dave, somehow they go unbeaten, and they may lose this. They may lose today against North Carolina. Correct. Um, they're going to be in. They'll be in. If they're unbeaten, they're 13-0. They're going to be in the playoffs. Matt Hayes just said 13-0 Wake Forest would get into well, the college football playoff. playoff. I love it, man. They absolutely will. They absolutely will. <laughs> yeah, and, and now 17-14, to by the way, just in the second quarter. They're scoring so quickly down there in Chapel My Hill goodness. that BetMGM, they can't keep up and, and put the numbers up here, but absolutely, this is a... This is a high-scoring game, 17-14. to 14. It's almost like whoever has the ball last. By the way, UNC minus 1.5, 91.5. that grab you wow. for the total? So uh, if you bet the over like you did, uh, very good call at least so far. Uh, Matt, 
looking at the SEC, and I and we do want to get to the Heisman with the top two SEC quarterbacks at the top of the odds board, mm-hmm. but haven't really seen much of an adjustment, obviously, because they're priced you know, very close to even money. Bryce Young about 2-1, to one. Matt Corral on average about 3-1. to one. But it doesn't seem like Matt Corral, even though Ole Miss putting it on Liberty early, 17 to nothing, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of room for him to move, really. Yeah, you know what, Wes? I, I think it's, it's hard for him to move because he doesn't have those marquee games. And that's what's going to be the difference. I, I, I mean, honestly, if Alabama wins out, and they beat Georgia in the championship game, it's a lock. Bryce Young will win it. It's not even close. He'll, he'll beat anyone. And, and I, I mean, I, I think there's, there's, that's not even really a debate. I mean, Kenneth Walker could, could have a nice push if Michigan State somehow wins out. But right now, if you're looking at who has the best opportunity, I don't see how it's not Bryce Young. He's got the numbers. He's playing on a top three team. Um, if they beat Georgia, the number one team in the country, in the SEC championship game, Forget about it, man. He, he will get the award. Okay, so I understand you, Matt, when you say Bryce Young right now, plus 190 as the favorite, and if they run the table, he's going to get it. But let's get back to Kenneth Walker there. Could you, could you really make the case? Let's just say your scenario is true. Bryce Young, Alabama runs the table. But let's say somehow Kenneth Walker and Michigan State does the same thing, right? And they beat Ohio State, and they do it you know, in spectacular fashion, and, and Kenneth Walker is the reason why. Couldn't he jump then, Bryce Young? Is that the movable piece for Kenneth Walker if they could beat Ohio yes. State? Is that the movable play? I, I, I think it's. I think it is because you're you're also talking about a guy that has five games left. Um, so he has five games left. He's rushed right at twelve hundred yards. He has fourteen touchdowns. I mean, you could see a scenario in five games where he could hit two thousand yards. He could hit twenty five, twenty six touchdowns, especially in those big games. With games against Penn State and Ohio State still still remaining, those are, I mean, that yeah, you you can see him and those games where it's going to be on Fox and it'll be a crazy a crazy atmosphere. It'll be the big noon, you know, the big noon show, and <laughs> he comes out, he runs for another buck eighty against Ohio State and four scores, and they win that game. Yeah, absolutely, I could see that. Um, I just don't see it happening, but I could see it to the point of if it happens, then you say. Yeah, you, you got to look at this guy. I mean, what he did last week against Michigan, Whoa. and that's a good Michigan defense too, man. He really basically put that offense on his back and said, let's go, man, we're winning this game. So let's stay with Michigan State here. They have a mid-afternoon tilt here with Purdue. Purdue's get, getting some support. This looks like it's kind of that pros versus Joes type of game. Mm-hmm. Joes on Michigan State, the pros on Purdue. This is down to two and a half and even two in some spots. Ooh. This Purdue team's not bad, Matt. The defense especially is improved. Wes, this is a dangerous game for Michigan State, okay? And it's funny how we're saying the pros on Michigan State. This team won two games last year. Right. Oh. Right. I, 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 I think what Mel has done, it's not just recruiting, but recruiting a transfer portal. It's just been phenomenal. And, and the way he's gotten Peyton Thorne to play at a much higher level than he played last year. Mel Tucker's done a great job at Michigan State. He is far and away coach of the year. Um, yeah, it, this is a dangerous spot for them, man. What, what's the line? Three and a half right now? Well, down it's now two. down to two and a half. Mm-hmm. I took three with the Boilermakers oh, just because, look, Ooh. I think that they're legit, especially defensively. They have made in one year, they were one of the worst defenses. They get Bob Diaco sent packing. Now they go back to a 4-3, and all of a sudden Purdue is stopping people. And this is going to be interesting because Purdue can throw on Michigan State and Michigan State can run on <laughs> Purdue. Right, right. And the thing is, it depends on which O'Connell you get, which end O'Connell do you get. I mean, he's, he's thrown some picks this year. He's a very accurate guy. Um, they don't ask him to do too much as far as downfield throwing. So that, I think that's where it's kind of limited. That's where Michigan State's been beaten this year, too. Um, I, I think if Michigan State gets in there and they're in the right mindset, it's not. this is a classic trap game, man. If they get in there and they're, and they're ready to play, I think they'll win the game. But if, if this is one of those where it's kind of like a sleepy game, and they screw around for two quarters or two and a half quarters, they're going to be in a dogfight in the fourth quarter. Talk with Matt Hayes. Follow him as I do at Matt Hayes CFP, uh, CFB rather, on Twitter because, Matt, you are an entertaining follow. And I do hear the whispers, and I read between the lines sometimes on some of your tweets. And let's get back to Mel Tucker. I'll whisper this so the Michigan State fans don't hear me too loudly. LSU? <laughs> I mean, is it, yeah. do you, right? Does it seem like with the job that Mel Tucker's doing that there are bigger fish to fry for him? No no disrespect to East Lansing, but could he be on the move uh, with this season the way it's, it's going for, for Sparty? 
Well, again, I, I don't know what he would do. Like, if you have a, a really special season and, you know, you're you're 12-0 and or you win the Big Ten Championship game, too, and you're 13-0 and and LSU's looking for a coach, man, I don't know that you do that. I don't know that you leave at that point. Now, if you're 10-2 and or 11-1, and you're not playing in the Big Ten Championship game. Um, you're probably not going to get in the playoff. And Scott Woodward, the LSU AD, comes out and says, I'm going to pay you, you know, $85 million or $90 million over 10 years oh, to come coach at LSU, and it's all going to be guaranteed no matter what, like he did with Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M, then I think you've got to say, uh, let's see, much easier to recruit to LSU, you're in the best conference in college football, and you know that conference really well. You were an assistant with Nick Saban at LSU. You were assistant at Alabama with Nick Saban. You were an assistant at, at, at Georgia with Kirby Smart. You know the league. You know how to recruit that league. It's certainly an easier thing. But I will say this, too, guys. Um, Mel is not just going to be sought after by college football teams. Uh-oh. Mel has had a history in the NFL. Mel, I could very easily see an NFL team saying, okay, look at what this dude has done. Look how he manages the roster. Look how he builds the roster. And if you look at it, seriously, uh, Dave West, you look at how the transfer portal has kind of become sort of like the free agency in the NFL. So you're getting to see these guys and how they deal with roster management and roster manipulation. And, and what he's done in two years, again, they won two games last year, and they were a bad team last year. And now look at them. They're, they're a very good team right now. So, yeah, it's, I wouldn't be shocked in the least if it's not just college teams coming after Mel Tucker, but it's also NFL teams. Uh, we're joined by Matt Hayes, by the way. And, Matt, we got a couple minutes left to go. I do want to ask you about a team. They are idle today, but as I look at Georgia, get a stop on fourth down, by the way, 16-3 over Mizzou. Georgia minus 37.5, 53.5 the in-game total. Georgia, of course, beat Florida in the cocktail party last weekend, and we know that Coach out, oh, already out in LSU. And I read that piece by Bruce Feldman in The Athletic, and that was one of the most damning pieces oh. I've ever read. Not very friendly to Dan Mullen in Florida. <laughs> and you're down there in Duval and near that area. Dan Mullen in any trouble down there in Gainesville? Oh, yeah. I, 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 he, uh, look, look, here's another thing, too, Wes. I mean, honestly, we're in the middle of the Nor'easter right here in Florida. I know that's strange for you guys to believe that, but we are. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's wicked. It's, it's windy and rainy and 52 degrees. And, you know, Nor'easters go north and east. And that thing's headed right toward Columbia, South Carolina. And Emory Jones, the Florida quarterback, throws interceptions when it's 85 degrees and clear and not a, not a wind in the sky. And now they're going to play a terrible South Carolina team. They have nothing to gain in this game. The, the players have nothing to play for. What happens if they lose that game? If they lose that South Carolina, yeah, Dan Mullen's got he, – look, he's already proven that he's not a recruiter. He's not the recruiter that Kirby Smart is or mm-hmm. Nick Saban is. Or, or Jimbo Fisher is, or whoever LSU gets. I don't care whoever LSU gets, he's going to be a better recruiter than Dan Mullen. That's how you win games in the SEC. You win by, by getting recruits, getting elite dudes. Uh, Kirby Smart said it last week. There's no coach ever, anywhere, that will outcoach recruits, outcoach better guys. And right now, that's the problem with Florida. He's not a good recruiter. He wasn't a good recruiter at Mississippi State. If you're Florida, you have to ask, okay, where are we with him? Do we think he's going to turn it around in recruiting when he's never been a good recruiter? Or do we say, let's just cut bait and, and, and find someone else? It's, it's a very interesting time right now. Love talking with Matt Hayes. Again, follow him on Twitter at Matt Hayes CFB. XL Primetime on 1010XL in Jacksonville. Ten seconds to go, Matt. How's Herb doing down there? <laughs> well, no videos have been released, so everything's good so far. <laughs> but, 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 the month is young. The month is young. The month is young. Coming on back right here on Mason, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN midseason football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24 7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in depth data and analysis on VSIN.com and the upcoming college hoops betting guide. This is a great deal. And only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds as we continue our number two betting across America right here on Beeson. Watching everything going on in college football right now. Ohio State did get their first touchdown on the board, so they're up 10-0 at Nebraska. And oh my goodness, points for the Commander-in-Chief Trophy. Army. Boo, Army. As a Marine. 7 nothing. Over the Air Force Academy. Yeah, Army now minus 5.5, 22.5, the current in-game total. Our first points on the board early in the second half. And uh, speaking of points, uh, Georgia going to try to get some here. They Uh-oh. are up 16-3 to on Mizzou. Had third and goal. Looks like a penalty is going to push them back, though. So we'll see if the Tigers can hold the three. You mentioned 10-0 Ohio State. Nebraska now finally into Buckeye territory. Ohio State minus 13.5. 53 and a half on the total. Probably a couple of the early upsets you're looking at. The Duke Blue Devils as three touchdown home underdogs are leading Pitt. Remember, Pitt was kind of the real hot team last week, and then Miami took care of business in the early session last Saturday. Duke up 19-17, eight minutes left to go in the first half, and also Illinois still leading Minnesota 14 to nothing. and you were talking about row the boat. Boat is sinking in Minneapolis now. It is 14 to nothing. Illini. Illini minus six and a half, 35 and a half the in-game total. And it looks like Ole Miss right now uh, with that touchdown against Liberty to go up 23-0 PAG pending. And North Carolina up on Wake Forest. Back and forth affair there. 21-17. And again, we just had Matt Hayes on. And Matt said for clarity that if Wake Forest runs the table in the ACC and wins the ACC championship and they are 13 and 0. They will go to the college football playoff. That is quite the declaration. Well, when you look at the teams that do have a chance to be undefeated, obviously Georgia still undefeated, Michigan State still undefeated. Uh, they're of course going not only got to take care of Purdue today, but right. they're going to have Ohio State in a couple weeks. Oklahoma still undefeated. Cincinnati still undefeated, and. You know, he he made a clearer path than I did. I thought it was a pretty secure. I didn't route see much of a path there either. It's just because because you look at that schedule and you know it is a little bit down now. Wake Forest now they'll still get they've got to take care of North Carolina today. And by losing. the way, and it is twenty one seventeen right now. North Carolina about ten minutes left to go. Total now ninety two and a half on the end game. Ninety two and a half. North Carolina minus four and a half. Uh, just a little bit behind the number here. Wake Forest will get NC State next week, and NC State is currently ranked, and they do go to Clemson, they do go to Boston College. So looking at that schedule, there's no bad teams. Like right. There's no team that like really stands out where it's like, we're going to get number three or four in the country or something like that. But, you know, maybe maybe Wake Forest, maybe Dave Clawson's guys are the chance for the ACC. This is going to be cluttered. I think, you know, the first couple spots are... 
you got are going to be spoken for. You're going to get the SEC champion in. You're going to get Oklahoma in if they're undefeated. Right. You're going to get the Big Ten champion. And then it's like, it's it's uh, there's a lot of teams for that last spot in that playoff. That would be amazing if there is a pathway. But again, that's why you play in a Power Five conference like Wake Forest does. Let's see if they can keep their name in the mix there. Again, uh, when you look at it here and you see them at number nine here in the college football playoff ranking in Cincinnati, that would be the interesting debate. That if you did have undefeated Cincinnati and you did have undefeated Wake Forest, which one of those two would you take in? Because Cincinnati's best win at Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got Navy today, okay, and laying three touchdowns in that contest. There, it looks like Notre Dame has found something since that loss to Cincinnati, and I, I do believe what it is. It's Kylan Murray, uh, Kylan Williams, rather, the running back. It looks like they figured out a way to start running the ball a little bit. With, with Williams at tailback, is, is that been the difference for Notre Dame to find their identity? It probably has because the quarterback play obviously has been very erratic. Uh, now they are starting to also run a little bit more tempo so that Jack Cohn uh, cast, is forced to make quicker decisions, not take sacks. He was taking really too many sacks early in the season. Right. But if you look on the Notre Dame side, and the reason why I did take Navy, number one, almost every time I'm getting over a couple touchdowns, I'm going to take a service academy mm-hmm. as an underdog because more often than not, you're going to cash tickets. It doesn't mean you'll do it all the time, but at least it's a higher percentage play. Notre Dame's had some issues defensively, especially tackling the last couple games. And Kyle Hamilton, the All-American safety, is going to miss again. That is a huge loss. That's often not priced into the market. We talk about injuries sometimes not being priced into the market in the NFL. Sometimes in college, especially, because it's just like, okay, well, they got dudes and they recruit so well, so it's almost like, okay, next man up. And I'm not so sure. You really, Notre Dame has not been able to fill that void necessarily with Kyle Williams out of, or Kyle Hamilton, I should say out of the lineup. Uh, Notre Dame off a tough game last week where they did win 44-34, to very hard-fought win mm-hmm. over North Carolina. And I'm just not sure that they're that good. And Ken, uh, Coach Ken there in Annapolis, 6-1 and one ATS as a road underdog coming off a straight-up underdog win, which they got at Tulsa last week. Navy's kind of really had to go through it this year. Of course, they lost some assistant coaches yes. due to the vaccination issues, right. very similar to what happened at Washington State. So, you know, and, and have changed the play caller, demoted the offensive coordinator earlier this season. So, you know, Navy ten and one ATS is dogs of more th- of more than twenty points uh, on a recent run. It's hard to really go against them for me. Uh, this was actually supposed to be in Dublin, Ireland last year in twenty twenty right. before the pandemic change of plans, and then you had the move to Annapolis. But uh, you know, eventually the game was actually canceled. So they renewed the rivalry here. It is Navy and Notre Dame. This is obviously a big game on Navy's schedule, probably a bigger game on Navy's schedule than it is really on Notre Dame, even though it's a traditional rivalry. Uh, and this was the one of the longest, uh, by the way, inter- uninterrupted rivalries yes. until last year. They had played every single year since 1927. So, you know, this is one of those understated rivalries. Obviously, you know, one-sided because of Notre Dame and, and their prowess, but wasn't as one-sided back in the old days. But I do like Navy here. Uh, I've seen some people come in on the total a little bit where they have come in on the over, oh. which is 47.5, because I think simply because the Irish are running more tempo, and that's why you're really seeing that. But keep in mind the weather and South Bend, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I did not play that total, but I did take the 21 here with the midshipmen. Uh, it's very interesting, too. Every time we look up, it looks like another touchdown score between Wake Forest and, and North Carolina. Wake Forest back on top of the lead there. And Nebraska did get on the board. It is a field goal, so 10-3 to Ohio State with 3.46 to go. And again, I didn't think we'd be talking so much about Wake Forest in terms of college football playoff. Obviously, we talk about Ohio State in that ilk. But really, we do have to start looking at Wake Forest now. If they can hold on, and it's going to be a shootout, it looks like, today against North Carolina. They start winning these games and keep winning these games. They are going to at least be in the discussion like a Cincinnati as we continue down the rest of the season. Total, by the way, now 97.5 at that MGM. 97.5. Yes. So we're going to get over 100. Like, again, we had a total that was under 20 between our Air, Air Force and Army. It was at a 19.5 at one point. A 17, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. It hit as low as 17 at halftime. And then we're going to have a total that's going to get to almost 100 in another game. The polar opposites right now. 
between these two schools. Boy, and uh, we had some awful tackling there in Nebraska. Uh-oh. Just uh, and uh, uh, Smith Exuba goes in for the touchdown. Now sixteen to three, extra point pending. Three thirty-four left to go. That is bad tackling. That was the one concern about being on Nebraska for me today. It was like, okay, if they get down, are they are they going to quit? And he just makes a move here and just. Just a lot of bad angles and bad tackling there by Nebraska. So Smith and Juba goes up the sideline and gets a touchdown, and now Ohio State going to be up 14. And that goes as what? A 60-some-odd-yard touchdown pass yeah. from C.J. Stretch. Yeah. So when you go to the Heisman Trophy, he throws a five-yard in, Yeah. Right. and then eight missed tackles later, he gets credit for the for the long touchdown pass. You look at it on well, paper. that's the name of the game in college football. It's like, okay, run as many plays as fast as you can, Get your guys in space and go tempo, 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 and that's what it's all about. You know, it's not necessarily just checking it down the field. It's going with these little bubble screens and hoping that your receiver can make a play like that, which he did. Okay, so 17-3 there, Ohio State, three and a half minutes to go. Air Force trying to get more points. I put that in air quotes as they're going to settle for three here, down 7 nothing to Army. Georgia's still up 19-3 to on Mizzou. They're looking for more, and right now Ole Miss uh, is up on Liberty, 24 nothing, And Minnesota, again, we mentioned, trying to get their first points of the first half as the time ticks off there. They're down 14 nothing at home to, to Illinois, but it looks like I believe they missed the field goal. So with three seconds to go in the first half, row the boat, Zippo! They're, they're rudderless uh, this afternoon <laughs> right now. Illinois going to take a 14 to nothing lead. They were about 14.5-point underdogs at the close. Wow! So, again, not a good look right now for B.J. Fleck and company. And, again, as you mentioned, Duke right now holding on to that upset over Pittsburgh in the ACC. That would be an upset, to say the least. Okay, it's a big day in the SEC, so when we come on back, let's bring in our SEC expert, uh, ESPN's Baton Rouge's own, Jimmy Ott, next, right here, Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available at VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker betting splits, key matchups, and key trends and data for every game now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting across America. Army with a big touchdown. I said touchdown. And PAT pending 13-3. Army up on Air Force. And Nebraska, a big strike against uh, Ohio State, 17-10. And they just got to stop here. It looks like the Buckeyes going to have to punt here. About a minute left to go in the first half. Buckeyes 17-10 and Nebraska. All right, it is a huge day, obviously, in the SEC. It's great to have Jimmy Ott back on the program. Follow him at Jimmy Ott. 1045 ESPN Baton Rouge. Jimmy, great to have you back in the program. Let's talk all things SEC with you. And let's start off with Auburn against AM here. Texas AM going to lay four and a half. This has been a very interesting team, obviously, for Jimbo Fisher with the injuries at the quarterback position early in the year and the huge win against Alabama. What do you make of this matchup today, Jimmy? Yeah, it's been an odd year. Now, I love the spot last week where Auburn was coming off of a bye and playing Ole Miss, uh, you know, having played. That was a fifth really tough game in a 29-day stretch. So uh, Auburn benefited from that spot. Of course, we know about Corral. He got the banged up, went, got a little shot in the locker room, came back to return. But Auburn was much the best. I actually thought the, the, the margin should have been a little bit wider than last week. So they go to A&M this week, and I, I think in the same sense, this is more of a good spot for, um, for Texas A&M. Now, Bo Nix has performed better on the road than at home. That was kind of a split that was pretty extreme uh, in the past. And he's finally getting the hang a little bit of Brian Harson's, uh his offense, uh, his new style offense, because guess Malzahn was run first quarterback, and then will look to pass. But um, his best game was against Arkansas. Arkansas is a very good team, as you guys are well aware of. And to go to Fayetteville, the way they – the way he played in that, uh, in that game was really good. He played very well in Baton Rouge against LSU, and that come from behind effort. So I think Bo is playing better. He's you know, still got ways to go. He's going to tease because he does have good size, athleticism, arm strength, but just has not developed in sort of his decisions. But he's playing better, but kind of like A&M in the spot 
look, the, the mid-level teams, you know, <clears throat> minus Alabama and Georgia in this league, um, they, they've struggled uh, on the road. And you know Kyle Field's going to be rocking with 100,000. So just like the spot a little bit more A&M, uh, laying a, a short number. And, Jimmy, you mentioned LSU, of course, being right down there in Baton Rouge. Uh, not used to seeing LSU getting 29 <laughs> points at Alabama. It's 29 wow. currently at BetMGM. Total, by the way, it's 66. Uh, and, and look, we obviously know Coach O is out at the end of the year. This team is 500. Just based on what you're hearing, kind of getting the tone and tenor of the team, where do you think their mindset is for this game? Uh, do the, is the pride still there to at least have a good effort here in Tuscaloosa tonight? Yeah, we, we, we know about the line, and we know about the a lopsided matchup. I mean, these programs still represent two of the top three most active players in the NFL right now. Battle 1, LSU 3, Ohio State is number two. From 2013 to 2017, five straight years, LSU had the most players in the NFL, but Obviously, that's changed. And looking at this LSU roster, it's obviously not your typical roster. Throw out the 2020 pandemic year last year. That's okay. But this was probably the first or second weakest roster of the last 20 years. I'm dating back to Saban's second year in 2001 when they won the SEC championship game. But you know what? This Alabama roster is not quite as dominant as it's been. Uh, outgained by over 150 yards on the ground in, uh, in Gainesville against Florida. The last time that happened was Saban's first year. In 2007, where McFadden, Jones, and Hillis of Arkansas, you know, rushed up a lot of yards. And we know what happened in Kyle Field against Texas A&M. So, it's, LSU still has enough athletes. The top player on defense, he's out with Stingley. Top player on offense, Keishaw Bouti, he's out. And so, it's, it's already a weak roster that doesn't have a whole lot going for them going in. But they still have enough players. They'll make some plays. They'll have some stops. But... This is also a little bit of a revenge spot, and rarely do Alabama teams have this source of motivation. But last time they played in this building, what well, we know, you know, Coach O's in the locker room, roll tide, F you. So, you know, <laughs> you know, there you go. They got a little something extra for them. And look, Wes, this is the team I know most, more than anybody. My alma mater, my dad was on the 58 National Championship team. I don't know. It's certainly games like this with a 28-point spread. It's up to Saban if he wants to cover or if he doesn't, like the Tennessee game, he went, he went for the cover. He went for it. A lot of times he'll pull back, get out of there, just run the clock. But he made an effort to uh, tackle on those last two TDs, which barely got over the totals, uh, I mean, over the numbers. So it's, it's just a little disappointing because this was, for like 15 years, what Miami and Florida State was. Mm -hmm. The best on-field collection of talent. And it's just not that case of this year. LSU's still a place where they're going to hire a great coach, all right? Where else can you go where the top three, your last three coaches have won national championships? And, well, i got to go back to Miami with Schnellenberger, Johnson, and, uh, and, and Erickson. But, I mean, that's why we can talk about, well, USC has this, and LSU has this. And debate, and it's a great debate. And USC has shown that with the right guy, they can be the best program in the country. But at LSU... You don't necessarily need the best guy when you still win national championships because Miles and O's are on quite not not quite in the same esteem as a Pete Carroll or Nick Saban. No, absolutely yeah. not. Not exactly uh, Belichick and Vince Lombardi <laughs> there, but nevertheless, they've got the rings. So you know, he's like, yeah. look at the bling there. There, it is. there you go. It's still there, Jimmy. Let's talk a little bit about Tennessee and Kentucky. This is a very intriguing matchup to me here uh, with Tennessee on the road, uh, just laying the point. What do you make of this matchup? And I know t Kentucky's had what I think, in, at least in Kentucky football terms, feels like a special season. Well, I was wrong on Josh Heupel as far as you know early returns in Knoxville because I thought the Central Florida program slipped during his tenure when he took over for Scott Frost. So he comes into Tennessee. Nobody lost more players to the transfer portal than Tennessee did. Now he hustled a few players. Oh, this is one of the best coaching jobs in the league this year. I know he's not going to be up for coach of the year, but they are so much better than me and a lot of my SEC media cohorts uh, thought. I mean, we're, we're like under six. The team can't have a winning season this year. There's no way. Interesting line movement, like you talked about. Kentucky opens up three. It's flipped to Tennessee now a slight favorite, which I always kind of you know like to take the team that was originally favored. And Kentucky, and the Commonwealth is an electric place. You know, when LSU played up there this year, even with Keeneland, being in season, 
They have more people at the kickoff of that game. They usually come after Keelan's over, but they're excited about this team, and rightfully so. Another great coaching job by Stoops, and he's got a great deal, and they put some of the money and got some uh, top-notch facilities, and they run the ball, and Levis gives them a playmaking quarterback. I kind of like Kentucky in the spot only because they're at home, and you know we, we know they can run the football, but they've got to try and reduce the amount of turnovers. Turnovers have been a bit of an issue for Levis in Kentucky this year. They're one of the worst teams in turnovers uh, all season long, but I like to miss five for this. Much respect to Tennessee for the slightest of leans to Kentucky at home. Jimmy, South Carolina down to the third-string quarterback now and Jason Brown and getting three touchdowns in Columbia. But, man, reading what I read in that Bruce Feldman piece in The Athletic about this Florida oh. program, I wonder the mindset of these guys because and, – and, and they – I mean, they got trashed in that piece too because, you know – Rag, described as ragtag and having their shirts untucked. And meanwhile, Georgia up 30 nothings, looking to like rip your head off and keeping the <laughs> intensity of the full game. What do you make of this Gators team? Is it enough of a drop in class where you're comfortable laying the points or would you want not any part of this team? Uh, it, it's kind of a, a, a stay away type of game for some of the things you explained, but if I had to pick it, I'm definitely laying the points uh, in Florida. You know, their point spread value is more respected. They're unranked, and they should be unranked, but it's, it's more respected than their ranking. You know, we talked about, you know, the only good thing that we use as far as these college football uh, playoff committee rankings is that, okay, Michigan State, maybe not even at the top 15 as their point spread value. Wake Forest, not even in the top 25, maybe. So we're trying to look for some value both ways. Florida may be one of these teams. And the thing about Dan Mullen, when he was at Mississippi State, that's a brutal, tough, that's a tough place to get kids to come there. That's why, like Kansas State, they've always kind of utilized the JC, uh, the JC uh, feeder programs. But now he's at Florida, which every year has the most players in the NFL that play high school ball in Florida, and he's still not recruiting at, a, at any higher level than what he did at Starfield. That's inexcusable. It just might be one of his Achilles heels. And then you've had the little war of words in the media gatherings this week where Kirby Smart talking about how important recruiting is as far as evaluating Kirby as a head coach. That's his strength. And Mullins just not bringing in any better players than what he did at Mississippi State with way more to sell. But in this spot, both quarterbacks will play. South Carolina, look, Beamer's got a major rebuilding uh, job there. I think he's going to be okay. But, man, that's going into way, way under, you know, uh, undermanned against Florida coming in tonight. Big number. Don't like the game tremendously, but I had to. I'd lay the points with Florida. Love talking with Jimmy Ott, ESPN Baton Rouge. Follow him on Twitter at Jimmy Ott 1045. Jimmy, enjoy the SEC play today. We can't wait to catch up again soon. Yes, indeed. I appreciate it. Y'all have a good day. You too, Jimmy. More college football right back here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Right now, new customers have a chance to win 200 bucks in free bets when they place a $10 wager on Kamaru Usman, the champ. The win is fight tonight. Just use the bonus code VSIN200. When you make your first bet, get ready to start turning knockouts into payouts. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if Usman, the champ, simply wins tonight. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older, two-wager, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Reward issued on not as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is Betting Across America. They are at the half nebraska Held Ohio State, so if you had Ohio State first half, came up a little short as they only lead by seven at the break. Yeah, and Ohio State now minus five and a half for the second half, so adjusted minus 12 and a half, 31 and a half. Uh, Aside from that big play, the Nebraska defense actually did hold up and prevented Ohio State, who had the ball, a chance of maybe getting the field goal range. Nebraska held, so it stays at 17 to 10. One play now heading into the fourth quarter, one game rather, Army up on Air Force 14-3, Army minus 10.5, minus 150 on the in-play at BetMGM, 25.5 the total, and then a couple other halftime lines we will get to. SMU 10-7 over Memphis, remember SMU lost last week on pretty much that walk-off kickoff return touchdown at Houston, they lead 10-7. Seth Hennigan, by the way, playing quarterback for Memphis, he was a game-time decision, so he is going for the Tigers, SMU minus a half a point. 34 and a half on the second half total. Kansas State 21 to 3 over Kansas. Kansas minus uh, or Kansas State rather minus 11 minus 24 or 24 and a half for the total second half. Georgia over Missouri got a late touchdown 26 to 3. Georgia minus 16 for the second half. 24 and a half on the total. So if you bet Missouri like me, you're hoping the Tiger or the Bulldogs are going to be gentle here at least in this spot. And then uh, UAB now 24-21. That game just going to halftime, leading Louisiana Tech. And again, Wake Forest, the ninth-ranked team in the country, they have a 31-21 lead on North Carolina. Carolina trying to get more points before halftime. 23 seconds to go in the first half there. So again, Wake Forest. They are just not being stopped. And remember, they had a first and goal on the first drive, and was they were held to three. That's the only time they've been held really uh, much in check here, here by this lack of Carolina defense. So let's see if Carolina can keep – this is going to be a shootout. First half total, you're already a winner. This closed 39-and-a-half, and we are at 52. Carolina looking for more at the end of the half. Wow. Okay, so we'll keep an update and a watchful eye there. How about Iowa today laying 12 against Northwestern? And Iowa – you talk about these are the two worst teams offensively in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. okay? So then I look at that number, and I go, well, it's going to be a low-scoring game. That's going to be the game script that we believe we're going to see today outside of Chicago. So you got to weigh 12 on the road when our total was only 40 and a half. Right. Is that number too big? You know, it's probably about right. Iowa coming off back-to-back losses. Uh, look, uh, they had been living, and we talked about it mm-hmm. earlier in the season. They were living off turnovers. They were plus 15 in turnover margin after a 6-0 and start. Plus 15 in six games. That's just unsustainable, right. that rate. I mean, you know, you can maybe get that and maybe kind of tread water and be up plus 15 at the end of the season. That's still outstanding. But you look at Iowa in the last two games, not only against Purdue, against Wisconsin combined, minus six in their last two games. But you have Northwestern, who they return the least amount of personnel almost in college football, certainly in the Big Ten. They were kind of right there with Ohio State, but Northwestern doesn't have the luxury Ohio State does where they have five- and four-star guys waiting in the wings. So, you know, personnel was down. Northwestern kind of having to rebuild again off winning that West Division last year. Two and six against the number this season, failing to cover by about a little less than nine points a game. But... This is usually the best role for Pat Fitzgerald over the years is as an underdog. When the expectations are low, 
They've won four of the last five meetings against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, under, you mentioned that total being so low. Under's 12 and four of the last 16 meetings Boy. in this series. So this is always, you know, one of those rock fight games. It's in the middle of the afternoon. It's usually in that early 9 a.m. Pacific window. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's like what we're seeing with Air Force and Army almost. It's almost like that kind of a low total. Uh, it looks, at least on the surface, like it's a get-right spot for Iowa because I don't think Iowa's a bad football team. I just think that they've lived off turnovers, and that makes you somewhat fraudulent when you're looking forward because it's you just can't sustain that kind of rate. And we know they're a pretty pedestrian offense. Spetzer Petras, not exactly what I would call a dynamic quarterback, but... I just wonder with Northwestern, they just they just don't have the talent, and they're just not very deep. Iowa, you know, has been pretty solid in this role as a road chalk. Meanwhile, Pat Fitzgerald, I mentioned how good he is as an underdog. This is not a game I'm interested in playing. If you made me, it'd be Iowa. All right, so we'll see how that one plays out. We have finally, mercifully, for underbetters, gone to the half in Chapel Hill, and Wake Forest uh, did surrender a field goal there to North Carolina, so 31-24 at the half. And the oddity of this game, forget the score. This is not a conference game. No. How? How? how, how they didn't. The they world? didn't match up this year because of the divisional thing. So that's not a protected game. It's not like I get like in the Big Ten, like Ohio State and and Michigan is always protected. And now they just so happen to be in the same division. Like rivalry games are usually protected, even in this era of the super conferences where you got like eighteen, twenty teams in a conference. Uh, it's usually going to protect it. They did not this year, but nevertheless, we are at the half, 31-24, to 24, Wake Forest leading. Uh, we will get you that second-half number when it comes a bit. It just doesn't make any sense to me. That's like I, I just don't understand, and I, I know that I'm old-school ACC, North Carolina, Wake Forest, mm-hmm. I, and that's not a conference game somehow, but officially it is not a conference game. A couple other ACC that are conference games <laughs> this afternoon that are underway – by the way, Miami, 17-14 to over Georgia Tech. Been a close game. Georgia Tech was kind of one I leaned to a little bit because Miami riding high off that win against Pittsburgh. Now roll reversal is a big favorite. Only up 17-14. Miami minus 9.5, 73.5. The current in-game total at BetMGM also underway in the ACC. We are now at the half. Pitt was down to Duke, but they've gotten the last 13 points. 30-19 to 19 Pitt over Duke. Pitt was laying 21.5 at the close. You know, you said something to me last week that kind of resonated, and that is that this team has not quit on Manny Diaz from Miami, and you were right on top of that last week against Pittsburgh. Let's see if they can hold on to this slightly that they have this week against Georgia Tech. By the way, uh, Army just went for it on a fourth and three, did not get it. So Air Force has a football back down 14-3 to three there. And again, uh, this it, what did get down as low as 17. They've reached that number, but again, the adjusted total now around 25 and a half. So let's see if we can get any more points in that Commander and Chief Trophy game. Let's talk about Oregon against Washington here. And again, one loss Oregon, but that loss, as you noted earlier in the program, is looking worse and worse. That was early in the season against the tree against Stanford. Now they go up against a Washington team that's really unperform- underperformed this year from their expectation level. Oregon knows where they stand in the college football playoff, mm-hmm. and they will need style points, I do believe, as a one-loss team if Stanford keeps getting blown out. Is this the type of spot that you can see the Duck maybe pull away and try to put the style on? It could be, but I am on Washington plus seven. I also took the under 51. That, of course, not no longer available as that's been relatively popular among some groups. So I believe that's down to 48, 48 and a half, 48 here at BetMGM. And look, Washington has been a big disappointment this year. They had more expectations in the second year under Jimmy Lake, and they have not uh, performed to that. They did get a win over Stanford last week in what was an ugly late-night Saturday game. Oregon has dominated the recent series, 14-2 and two straight up and against the number the last 16 meetings. Uh, and look, uh, th- there's some heat here, too, because uh, it was mentioned by the uh, – Washington president and also Jimmy Lake that Oregon not exactly an academic rival. Oh uh, yeah, almost like they're a degree mill because Washington a little bit more, a little bit more prestige academically. Wow. Uh, so uh, look, Oregon is number four, and obviously you talk about the style points, but you haven't seen that move that number at all. So that tells me these guys behind the counter that make these numbers aren't stupid. No, nope. they're already going to price it in now. Maybe maybe it ends up being off in terms of numbers, but look. 
Oregon, I, I think, has been, you know, it's clearly the better team. Uh, underdog, though, in Oregon games this year, ain't no. Oregon has not been covering his wow. favorites, and they've been favorites in most of their games, and their favorite here again tonight. Oregon really plays to the level of competition. You know, we saw what they did in Columbus against Ohio State, but we saw them not cover against Cal. We saw them not cover against Arizona. We saw them not cover against Colorado. And now you're laying seven on the road to a Washington team that still has a very good defense. Mm. Quarterback play has been very subpar from Dylan Morris this year, and they haven't yet gone to Damon Heward's son, Sam Heward, who I think is the quarterback of the future up there in Seattle. But I thought seven was a little rich at home, and I'm on the Huskies. All right, let's see how that one plays out. Uh, Georgia, again, they somehow covered that first half number, which was massive, 26-3. to And they start the second half. I believe Missouri attempted an onside kick, and I think they got it. So I think the Tigers were a little trickery here. Desperate times call for desperate measures when you're a a 40-and-a-half-point underdog. Give us that 40 and give us that football to start off the third quarter when we come back. Cincinnati on the outside looking in the college football playoff. Could they beat and get a big beat down today? We'll discuss. You can come back with us on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.